How can you support the local Lancaster community? That's what this show is all about. Coming to you live from the world-famous Dream Room at Gardner's Mattress and More, this is the Lancaster Connects Podcast. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Ben. We're here. Episode we here. three. Dude, you're looking some 1080p right now. 1080p. <laughs> so a little inside joke there. We've, uh, we've, we've uh, to bring you this great podcast, this great quality podcast, and uh, I will say thanks to our production team at Get Super Serial. They've... Uh, Helped us all along the way, helped us understand what we need to do. And we are coming at you, I guess, now and officially, like official, official 1080p. So, uh, so that's great. We're glad that you can better see us. Um, I'm not so sure that's a good thing for you. I mean, we're not like model, <laughs> model stud quality type guys. Or, I got to shave now. Or folks, but uh, yeah, we don't do the makeup stuff. But a uh, little odd fact I mean, high definition cameras and TVs actually. You know, when they started coming out, what was that about 15 years ago? Uh, yeah. 10 yeah. years ago. You know, really actually changed the entertainment industry quite a bit uh, as far as uh, makeup techniques and things like that. But uh, we won't be getting into that here. We're, this is what you get, <laughs> like it or not. So anyway, I'm Jeff Janakovo, co-owner of Gardner's Mattress and More. And I'm Ben McClure. Also, co-owner of Gardner's Mattress and more. Oh, yeah, I forgot who you were for a second. <laughs> yeah, to wear many hats, but yeah, yeah, all right. yeah we're good. We're good. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, here we are, episode number three, uh, this show available to you on, uh, as a podcast, as a, as a video show to watch on our channels. Uh, you can get on your famous, uh, favorite, uh, famous, well, I guess podcast platforms can be famous, but your favorite podcast platform, you can get it on also available to watch on Amazon prime. And you can find all of those links for easy use, easy access at Lancaster connects dot Calm. So listen, uh, guys, let's queue up uh, Bubba if, you, if we can. Um, I'm going to roll right into this. The whole premise of this show is about making connections, uh, being impactful in our community. And uh, one thing we had uh, the wonderful uh, Wagner family on episode two. If you missed it, you really check it out. Um, they run a charity that their family created called Little Hands, Big Plans, all designed to raise money for Make-A-Wish. Uh, I became, we became aware of the Wagner family through a Make-A-Wish event that we uh, contributed to a few years back, 2018, actually. Hard to believe it was three oh, years ago yeah. already. Time flies. Uh, time flies for everybody. Um, but uh, so Baba, a very special child, um, Make-A-Wish child um, with, uh, with health issues. And uh, to refresh everybody, kind of catch you up, uh, Bubba was going to sing the anthem at the truck convoy kickoff. It got delayed because of the, or, or got canceled because of the rain. We made connections to the barnstormers, had them come out and sing um, mid, mid game. Uh, God bless America. And uh, just, it just like knocked it dead. Did nailed, a fan, it. nailed it. Did a fantastic job. So where I'm getting with this, uh, this kid is such a special kid. Um, his name's actually Keith, but uh, everybody calls him Bubba. As his mother, Tanya, said, he was her little Bubba the minute she saw him and adopted him. Um, but uh, whenever anybody is brought to your attention who's struggling, um, whatever you do, give good thoughts, pray, 
add karmic goodness to the universe, whatever it is that you do uh, when you hear of a need like this. Uh, Baba needs it. The Wagner family needs it right now. Uh, so I would just ask that you, uh, that you do that. All right. So Bubba, we're thinking of you. Uh, you had an impact on us. We really, uh, we really wish you nothing but the best. All right. So stay strong, kid. You'll get through. All right. So without too much further ado, we'll kind of jump in here. Uh, we've got a wonderful guest, uh, charity guest this week, uh, from the Hempfield food, representing the Hempfield food pantry. And, uh, I'd be remiss to say, you know, also without, uh, Dave Blyle, we wouldn't have our great employee asset, his son, Andrew Blyle. So welcome. Uh, welcome to the show, Dave. Glad to have you. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And then uh, our business guest for the week, uh, Mr. Kyle Slaymaker of the Slaymaker Method. He is uh, joining us as well. Welcome, Kyle. Absolutely. Thank you guys very much. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, just wanted to give my shout out to Bubba. Uh, such a small world this county is. Uh, my wife worked with Bubba for for quite a long time. Oh. So seeing you guys talk about Bubba is, is incredible. So Bubba, if you're listening, Miss Elizabeth says hey. So that, that was cool, guys. Thanks for, for putting That's that awesome. up there. Yeah, guys, we'll make sure um, we'll have to get this clipped out and certainly send it to the Wagner family so they can... Uh, they can see it and hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll clip it out and get this shared out so more people can, you know, listen. I mean, listen to a, you know, 30, 45 minute podcast. Uh, you know, it's time. Everybody's time's precious, but we'll get this clipped out and definitely uh, get the need for, for well wishes for Bubba and the Wagner family shared out. And then our pet of the week, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about Lucy uh, a little later in the show, but we always have a pet of the week because pet rescue is near and dear to my heart and uh, we want to, um, highlight that need as well. Uh, so, uh, this podcast, uh, brought to you, uh, by Gardeners Matters and More. We're right here live, uh, from the dream room. Um, you know, as I said before, this podcast is available on all your major, uh, podcast platforms. You can just open your podcast app up on your phone and search Lancaster Connects and it'll bring it right up. You could go to LancasterConnects.com and, um, uh, click any of the links. I mean, we're, we're Billy and Simon do a great job. We're, we're all over the place. I think there's about a dozen different ways you can digest, listen, watch this show. Um, so that's great. We really appreciate their hard work getting it out. LancasterConnects.com is the place to go. On LancasterConnects.com, a couple things. If you represent, work for, run a charity, and you want us to highlight you on the show, please fill out the form. Let us know. We'll get you on. Uh, again, that's the whole idea here of Lancaster Connects. We want to highlight uh, local heroes, local families, local charities uh, doing good in our community. Uh, additionally, um, if you're a business uh, doing good in the community, part of your whole business model is to give back. We would love to have you highlight as well. You can sign up there. And most importantly, you can enter to win uh, a $25 gift card as a listener of the podcast. Um, we draw two winners weekly. And uh, you can enter to win local restaurant gift card. We bought these gift cards and we'll continue to buy these gift cards to help restaurants that are obviously impacted by our current times. And we'll give those away. So without too much further ado, we've got our two winners for this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, so funny story about our, our winners this week. Uh, I'll announce who they are here and then I'll share the story. So uh, two winners, Bethany, Georgia 
from Lancaster and Donna Pittman from Red Lion. Uh, Donna, uh, or both, thank you for entering. Um, Donna, we picked our winners yesterday. And, um, you know, now it's, it's Friday today, right? But, you know, this will be, you'll, you'll won't watch it on the same day that we're recording it, right? But um, this morning, uh, the first person in the door uh, turned out to be Donna. Um, totally didn't know she was coming. She brought uh, some family members in and uh, made a purchase of a futon. And uh, when we heard her name, uh, Drew, uh, yeah, Andrew, uh, Dave's son, uh, mentioned uh, or asked her who you know she was because she mentioned she was a customer and she said her name Donna Pittman and both of us looked at each other and said that's our winner so yeah she she, was, she picked out her gift cards and uh, it was great yeah, it, it was <laughs> nice because she doesn't live exactly around the corner no. so winners can pick up their gift cards here in the store we're open like sixty three hours a week so you'll be able to get here seven days a week to pick up your gift card um, but yeah that's great Donna congratulations Bethany congratulations. And uh, yeah, use LancasterConnects.com. Let us know about a charity. Um, you know, maybe you just know of them. Maybe it's a charity you donate to. You can make a connection, an introduction. Please use the form for that uh, at LancasterConnects.com. Again, you can enter to register to win a gift card. And um, you, of course, if you uh, know of a great business or own a great business, you can uh, let us know about you there and we'll work to get you on the show. So without, uh, let's, let's roll into our first business guest, formerly, uh, have Kyle introduce himself on the show. Kyle, welcome. Why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business? Absolutely. So my name is Kyle Slaymaker. I own the Slaymaker Method and Entrepreneur's Expeditions, both of which I'm sure you will see down there on the ticker on the bottom. Um, my passion, obviously, is the Slaymaker Method. Developed my own sales process after many, many years in the sales game, working for global brands, working for local brands, um, just realized one day that I love sales. I was really, really good at what I do. I taught plenty of people to sell and I created my own process and it's non-aggressive. It's not pushy. I help companies develop a world-class sales process that helps develop a visceral and emotional connection between the product that you're selling, the service that you're selling and your customer. Um, it's being used Australia, Ireland, the UK, all over the world it has influences in. So it's it's great. I, I think I'm more proud that I got my start here in Lancaster. That's very cool. It's always nice to see people uh, recognize the skill set you bring to the market, not only in your backyard, but then when it gets all over the place, right? Um, oh, absolutely. And, you know, and listen, this show, this show is really about... Um, uh, making connections in the community. But, you know, just just for anybody listening, you know, um, I, I've worked my entire life in sales. Um, my 17-year-old son, we just bought a pickup truck for him because he wants to have a little side hustle, cutting grasses and expanding that this summer. Um, I think a sales career, when done right, and there's, in anything, there, there's good operators and there's bad operators, right, Kyle? Um, but when done right, I mean, I think I think somebody who has the ability to help you make a decision on whatever it is that you're purchasing, you know, and help you get the desired outcome, I think that's probably one of the most honorable things a person can choose to do in a career when they do it the right way. And yeah, again, there, there's good and bad, uh, but I think you as a purchaser can can discern that. You can figure that out. Um, 
But I think, you know, it's like having Donna here in the store, walking in uh, her, and I'm not sure if that's family or friends, but, yeah. um, but regardless, that's the biggest honor we can get as a business is having somebody refer, let alone walk them into the store. I think that's, I think that's just great. So Kyle, oh, absolutely. For, uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think your method is great and, um, you know, having, uh, having the ability to impact people and, and help them through their purchase. And so they're happier ultimately is, is great. So that's wonderful. Kyle, what's the, what's the second business you referenced? Entrepreneur yes. Expeditions? Yeah. So Entrepreneur's Expeditions also founded, owned, launching out of, uh, out of Lancaster. Uh, when I first started the Slaymaker Method, when I went down my entrepreneurial journey, uh, I had a goal of wanting to go on a business retreat. I had seen the, seen the benefits of them, heard people that have went on business retreats, and I'm thinking, man, that's incredible. I'd like to do that one day. Uh, fast forward uh, about a year, year and a half later, and I'm not going on them. I'm running them. I'm hosting them, me and my partner, Shannon. Uh, so we take cool. entrepreneurs, business owners all around the world. And we place them in front of some of the best and brightest minds that the business world has to offer from billionaire entrepreneurs, global business leaders to local community leaders and business owners. And each trip is just action packed and a ton of learning. So it's awesome. It's kind of my way of giving back. Where are some of the places you've gone? Uh, so we actually just launched two weeks ago. We have a trip planned to Fayetteville, West Virginia, and we have a very large trip plan to actually Jordan. Um, Got to keep the details kind of scarce on that one, but it is shaping up to be an incredible, incredible trip. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, Thank interesting. you. Very interesting. Very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Kyle, we'll get you back on here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to jump into uh, Mr. Blyle, Dave Blyle. Um, Dave, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So why don't you uh, kind of introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about what, you know, what your career has been and um, your connection to Lancaster community. And ultimately, let's then we'll dig into the Hempfield Food Pantry. Yeah, uh, my name is Dave Blyle. I'm uh, running the Hempfield Food Pantry. I was a school teacher for many, many years. Uh, in Mannheim Central alone, I was there 39 years. Uh, finally, they got wise oh. and kicked me out. And uh, I started volunteering at uh, Hempfield Food Pantry. I heard that uh, a pantry had moved into the area. And so I stopped in one day, see if they needed help. And they said, yes, today. So uh, I started working, helping out there. And in 2009, uh, with the help of Zion Lutheran Church, uh, the pantry became a 501c3. And uh, we only, we serviced people in the Hempfield School District only, if someone from outside the area happens to come in, uh, we still give them food and, and show them, uh, give them resources where they can get food in their area. Uh, last business year, we handled about 157,000 pounds of food. We had uh, wow. nine new clients since uh, March 20th. Uh, of this year, we've had 91 new clients. We have approximately uh, 270 clients on our books. They don't. They may come every week 
but uh, most of them do not come every week. We're servicing, I would say, around 100 clients a week, uh, maybe a little less, a little more. And that would represent uh, about 350 people uh, with kids and everything else. And, and uh, I, I'm just trying to, we're trying to make a difference in uh, society as far as helping the have-nots kind of get them through not only the pandemic, but all the other troubles they may face. Uh, we do have uh, a few families that are multi-generational. So we have one family that comes in, uh, they get food for 16 people. That's amazing. Wow. wow. Yeah. And when, when, um, when clients come in, what are they, what are they getting on a, a weekly or monthly basis? What, and, and to expand on that, what, what type of donations does the pantry look for um, that are, that are good donated yeah, what's items? the best fit? Well, we're getting, we have uh, uh, actually with Zion Lutheran Church, there are 18 other churches involved in supporting this mission. That's amazing. So we have uh, all these people volunteering and also they're doing food drives. Uh, some churches do a food drive every month and uh, they're bringing in, you know, six to 800 pounds of food uh, a month. Uh, the uh, Hemfield School District, just gave us a donation. They they did a school district wide uh, volunteer for for food, getting some food in. We got seven thousand pounds from them. Uh, well, if you take a look at all of our donations and then combine that with our purchases, uh, it turns out putting everything together, we average about paying about 26 cents a pound for all that food. And I'm talking, uh, you're talking about like 57,000 pounds of food that we went through. Uh, and uh, as far as uh, our budget, we're probably playing with around $65,000 uh, a year uh, to keep this whole thing going. It, it's a business. And fortunately, we How many have volunteers do you have? I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, we've cut down the volunteers. Uh, as you can see from the pictures, we have people that pull up behind Zion Lutheran Church and we come out to the door, uh, come out to the car. Uh, everybody's wearing masks. We ask them their name and we have a, a register so we can check their name against uh, who they are and especially how many people are in the family. So uh, one of our volunteers doing that, either Suzanne or Barbara, will uh, tell us, the runners, <laughs> how many people are in the family. So we'll walk in and we have already boxes that are put together. Those boxes include canned meat, rice, uh, fruits, vegetables, uh, pastas, soups, uh, cereals, and then we give them fresh frozen meat or frozen meat and also fresh uh, vegetables. Uh, we get vegetables. Right now we're getting vegetables from Community Action Program, which is behind Kunzler. Go down there and pick it up twice a week. And once a month, uh, we get a shipment of food from Central Penn Food Bank up in Harrisburg. That just came Wednesday. I think we uh, got uh, uh, between four and 5,000 pounds of food Wednesday. Uh, the, uh, That's a lot of food. To, yeah, so, gracious, so. and and letting us 
use the facility, uh, we're very, very fortunate. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, I'll, I've got a couple redirects, a couple questions for you, if you will. But, folks, again, the, the whole promise of the show, um, make, making connections, helping the community, that happens when you like, share this video, like the page, and subscribe to our channels. Again, all of that can be done on LancasterConnects.com easily. You know, I said there's like a dozen to a dozen and a half ways you could connect to the show. Just go to LancasterConnects.com pick your favorite one or two or three or all of them. But, you know, if you do just one and you commit to it, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. Um, but, you know, bringing on guests like Dave, uh, Hempfield Food Pantry, our past charity guests, our future ones, is only made impactful if you subscribe, if you follow, if you share. So please do that, LancasterConnects.com. So Dave, you know, you said 157,000 pounds last year. Is that correct in 2020? Yes. Yes, that would yeah, be. So to quantify uh, that, that's about four truckloads of food in total, which is a lot of food. Uh, that's actually uh, more than that because uh, when they bring a, a semi in, uh, for example, um, we had uh, the semi come in from Central Penn. We had um, probably six. Uh, stacks of food on on pallets that were brought in. Uh, yeah, talking thousand pounds right there, uh, plus uh, another probably thousand to two uh, twelve hundred pounds from Central Pennsylvania uh, Cap Action Program. Uh, so yeah, you're talking a, a lot more than than just a few semis. It's it's an enormous amount. Yeah. I guess I guess uh, I was thinking about you know. Uh, uh, a truckload going, a truck to trailer going down the road legally weighs about 40,000 pounds on the trailer. I guess that's where I was thinking. Okay. But yeah, it's, right. listen, regardless, it's a yeah. lot of food and that's great. I think, I think what's important, let's talk about this for a minute. Um, you know, I think it's very easy for folks to take for granted, especially with the amount of food waste that goes on in our nation. Um, I think it's easy to take for granted the fact that most can just go to their fridge, their cupboard, their pantry and, and eat. What, in your opinion, uh, from you seeing this, what causes the need for food? What, why are people struggling with that? Because I think it's important for people to understand that because possibly if you understand this, um, that might be a way for you to connect and, and make an impact if you understand that problem. Maybe you can't donate time to a food pantry. Maybe you can't necessarily afford to donate food, but if you understand the problem, maybe there's an opportunity there to help. So why don't you share where you see the need arising from? Well, obviously the pandemic has uh, uh, been a, a, a big factor. However, pre-pandemic, we're talking about people that are from uh, working families that sometimes need a little help. Uh, it uh, could be because their income is too low. And by the way, they, they qualify to get food by telling us, uh, self-reporting their income. They have to fill out information once a year to get on our books so they can do that. So you're talking about, a lot of times you're talking about working people that have maybe more kids. Uh, one of the parents or both might be unemployed for a short time. So they're going to come in and get some help. Uh, these are people basically uh, that are at the borderline of making it. And uh, 
Uh, we also have a fair number of uh, retirees, sent, uh, senior citizens that um, uh, may be limited by their income, might be only Social Security. Uh, you think about senior citizens, some senior citizens, they, they worked all their life. Uh, they may not have had an opportunity for a 401k. Uh, they uh, uh, possibly were working or making it from paycheck to paycheck. And consequently, because of that, they could never put any money into savings. They just needed a little help. And by coming there, we can help them with food and try to give them uh, nutritional things that uh, they can really use. And uh, you wouldn't believe how grateful they are. Uh, they uh, continually thank you. I had a person last week that came. Uh, she was a first-time client. She was just there to get help, hopefully, for a couple of weeks. And uh, uh, after we packed, uh, gave her the food and things like that, she started crying. And that, that's a tough one. Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, I know myself uh, anecdotally, and it's not attempting to compare to a continual need as a, as a family for weeks to months in a row, but I know as a child, uh, my parents were divorced and, and we got, um, uh, the school lunch tickets and the children, the kids, I was like 14 at the time, the kids who, uh, were on assistance got color coded lunch tickets and you knew, and I forget what my color was, but I knew the regular pay ones were blue. I think mine was yellow. And the shame that I felt having that, I, I'm pretty sure it was yellow now that I'm talking about it again. I didn't like it at all. And at the time, I was actually thinking of getting a, a part-time job anyway, because I was you know, a 14-year-old boy. I was looking to get a car in a couple of years. So I was beginning down that road. So I went and got a job at Zinn's Diner washing dishes for the sole reason to, um, to not have to carry that lunch ticket around. Uh, yeah. And I think what what I would like everybody listening to understand is there's a lot that goes on in this world. There's a lot of understanding. I think we all need to have of one another. And I'm sure Dave, you could affirm this. No one shows up by choice, right? Right. They're not, they're not there to get a, they're not there to get a free handout. That's the last thing. A absolutely not. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. not. And, um, they really are people of need. Uh, they're very gracious. They, uh, uh, especially the ones with kids. I mean, uh, boy, you hate to see a kid go hungry. And uh, uh, during the pandemic and during, uh, hopefully we were very fortunate, Hempfield School District, for the most part, has stayed open. And those kids are getting their free lunches like they should be getting. Some of them get the free breakfast. But at times when that's yeah. not possible, and especially in the summertime, in the summertime, uh, we go out of our way to give extra food to the clients with fam uh, with kids. Uh, so besides the regular food that they they get, uh, we give extra uh, in the summertime because of them having children. They have children between zero and eighteen. We give them extra food. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's just that's great. 
And uh, it's, it, this is the United States. We need to take care of all people. Yep, yep, fully agree. So on that note, um, you know, I mean, the bottom line here in front of you is um, people's, the, the, the problem's created because they simply can't afford food. I mean, that, that's it. And so you, we have to address it head on. So maybe, maybe you listening, you cannot donate 50 or $100 a month. Maybe that isn't in your budget. But Dave, what would be the top food needs people could get that would make, I mean, I, I heard the starches, the rice, I heard the canned meat. Uh, what else? What are those items that people could look for in the grocery store? And maybe on this week's trip, they can afford to pick up five bucks worth of extra food. And then we'll talk about how we get it to them. But let, let's let's address what are those top needs. What's kind of interesting is that uh, a number of the stores already have uh, programs where they're specifically collecting uh, food, uh, or you can pay a five dollars like that and you're donating a, a gift bag of food that's already packed. Uh, I can think of uh, three different stores, uh, three different companies that are currently doing that. And that's a big help. Which ones? Uh, which ones? Stauffer's just donated, I think, 50 bags of food to us this past week. Wise Markets does Great. that on a pretty regular basis. Uh, those are ones that come to mind off the top of my head. Uh, by so the way, Stalf I, do... I wasn't even aware that they did stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So Stauffer's a Kissel yeah. Hill, and uh, yes. you had said Wise Markets. Yes, Wise Markets. Uh, Great. They uh, pre prepacked uh, bags, and uh, you just pay a certain amount. I think like five bucks or something like that, and and you're donating a bag of food. And uh, all right, so generally... maybe you know, maybe listen. Go to your local grocery store wherever you choose to shop. Uh, Go to the customer service desk, ask them if they do a program like that. Um, you can help your local community. If you live in Hempfield, sounds like it might get back to Hempfield Food Pantry. Um, so again, Dave, just for the listeners, as we kind of wrap up your segment, um, why, don't we get, why don't we get that list out of what those top needs are that people could get if they can't donate? And you know, on the screen, we've had Hempfield Food Pantry's contacts, so you could make donations directly monetarily, but Food-wise, why don't we kind of go down that list real quick? Sure. Uh, canned tuna, that's a, always a good one. Peanut butter. Um, fruit, uh, canned fruit is a, a good one. That's, fruit, canned fruit and canned meats are uh, expenses to us. They're a little higher priced. Um, they certainly can be a big help. Uh, spaghetti sauce. Uh, vegetables, canned vegetables. They're an item we can always use. Uh, so I, I would say, you know, those are the ones that seem to be the top ones that uh, uh, we uh, can always use. And I do want to mention that uh, Gardner's has a collection basket for food there. And uh, Gardner's have, has donated uh, actually literally hundreds of pounds of food over the last couple of years uh, via their donation to the pantry. And we're very grateful that for that. Uh, want to thank you for that, and, and certainly want to thank you for the opportunity to be on here today, and let us let people know who we are. Uh, people are very surprised at times to find out that Hemfield Food Pantry. Hey Simon, I we lost Dave in our year. I got... yeah. 
people are are rather surprised to find out that Hempfield has a food pantry. They they are unaware of that. Uh, they don't think there's the need there. But if you check with the school district, the school district will tell you that free and reduced lunches in the school district is somewhere in the 30% uh, range. I'm not sure what the exact number wow. is. I don't right That's a big need. Yeah. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. And and uh, thank you, our volunteers, for doing all they're doing. We have cut our volunteer list down to a core because of the pandemic. Uh, so uh, normally, pre-pandemic, we were having about 90 to 95 volunteers throughout the month. Uh, we're down to probably about 30, 35 volunteers that make up the core of what's going on right now. And in normal circumstances, instead of getting prepackaged food, um, our food is a choice pantry, which means you would walk in, you would get uh, uh, a, uh, first of all, I have to show your ID and we'd check you off on the book. You'd get a popsicle stick that told you how many in a family you get in line. Uh, and then you'd walk in and, and you would select what you wanted. Uh, you would select the, which canned meats. Do you want tuna? Do you want chicken? Do you want uh, beef ravioli, uh, you, you know, peanut butter, jelly, rice? Uh, which fruits do you want? Which vegetables do you want? Which soups do you want? Which pastas do you want? Uh, which cereals do you want? And then uh, they'll get the frozen meats and the vegetables and the fruits at the end of the line, and we'll carry it out to the car. But that won't happen again until maybe this fall. Okay. Well, we'll we're going to have to move on. But, David, uh, thank you for your efforts. All right. Thank you to your volunteers that, you know, going from 90 to 30 or so, obviously, there's more work for everybody involved there. Um, so that's great folks. You heard the list that Dave shared. Um, you can, you know, you can learn more at hempfieldfoodpantry.org. Okay. Again, that's hempfieldfoodpantry.org. Uh, I'm sure you can find ways to donate there, both money and food. You heard the list, you know, we, Dave referenced how gardeners gives food. Um, and Kyle, we're going to have you on here in a second. So, uh, um, we'll get to you here in, a, in just a second, but you heard David say about how gardeners gives food. That's really, that's our customers. We, we realized, uh, using our platform of our delivery trucks showing up at all of our customers front door every, every day, five days a week, uh, every week of the year, we said, what if we got one box or one can of food from every one of those customers? And our customers have been amazing because it's not just one box or one can often it's, it's bags and boxes. And they walk in and bring bring in food. Yeah, our guys get back from deliveries. Not only are they unloading their you know trash from the deliveries and use mattresses, there's bags and bags and bags of food that they're putting on the warehouse dock door yeah. uh, for us to donate, which is just fantastic. So we use that platform that way to raise food. Now Ben and I match that that generosity through monetary donations. So uh, Simon, um, and I think we kind of spoiled the surprise a little bit for Dave earlier in, in testing it. But either way, Simon, uh, if you can bring up our donation check on the screen, Dave, we are going to donate this every week. We donate $125 to charity. Um, that's our, that's our monthly, uh, that's part of our monthly budget each month for giving back to the community. So um, Hemfield Food Pantry will be donating 
a uh, check for $125 to the food pantry uh, as, as thank you for uh, supporting our community and getting that out. So again, that's hempfieldfoodpantry.org. And uh, Dave, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate having the show. Stay tuned because I want to wrap up the show with a little bit of what you like to do around Lancaster, why you like living here, maybe some events that you're doing that others might have interest in. All right. Kyle, welcome back. Absolutely. Thank you. It was, it was a pleasure listening to, to Dave talk about the, the Hempfield Food Pantry. That's great. Yeah, hopefully you learned a little something there. And, you know, maybe if you hear of somebody who um, uh, is looking to volunteer time, maybe that's a place they can do it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Of you know, course. Volunteering isn't just about, you know, charity isn't just about money. And if, you know, listeners, you picked up on it. Uh, Dave said he was looking for something to volunteer. He went to the Hempfield Food Pantry and said, can I help? And it was like immediately, yes. Yes, here, here, you can start picking things up and putting things down. You can start doing this. You can start here. And that's the way almost any volunteer organization is. Um, they all, obviously, the, the monetary aspect is important, but they have to execute the, the goodwill. So, so yeah. Um, so welcome in Slaymaker Method. We, we kind of learn what you do, how you do it. Um, why don't you talk about you, you, you've, you've got an interesting past. You, uh, as, as Dave has committed his life to civil service through teaching locally, you have done the same. Why don't you share with the listeners uh, a little bit about that part of your history? Yes. So, uh, you know, like I said, born and raised in Lancaster, went to Conestoga Valley, finished my high school career at Lancaster County Academy with the incredible Diane Tyson, who has changed countless children's lives. Um, in, in the education sector. Uh, she and my mother both kind of guided me into military service. Um, and I, I, I didn't even walk across the stage at graduation. Um, as soon as I was told that I graduated, I was on, I was gone. I went right into the recruiter's office, send me, I'm out, joined the Navy, ended up getting stationed in Virginia for about six months. And I figured, Oh, this is great. I can be home every weekend with my daughter. Um, like I said, that lasted six months in the Navy, changed our home port from Norfolk, Virginia to San Diego, California. So that's where I finished out the remainder of my naval career. Um, served in Operations Iraqi Freedom, Enduring Freedom, came back, kind of continued as much as I could giving back to the community. Um, you know, I, I had some some troubles transitioning from, you know, military career back into the civilian sector, but um you know, I, I did what I could. I, I ended up becoming a, a mason with Lodge 43 in, in Lancaster City. Um, we helped launch the our inaugural Relay for Life team um, to, you know, give back even more. I did a little bit of a salesy gimmick with our first Relay team when I walked the entire 24 hours. Um, it was fun. And that's kind of when I realized there was much more to Lancaster than, you know, just living here and, and being a teen and a kid, young adult. Um, met my beautiful wife, who I mentioned in the beginning of the show. We also did a charity event when we first started. Um, the Sandwich Factory actually hosted it, so I have to give them a shout out. We called it Warm Up Lancaster. The it, it was years ago when the the news broke of the the homeless man dying next to um, one of his 
compadres as they were huddled together for warmth. And we both realized that nobody should ever have to go through that, especially not in Lancaster City um, or anywhere in the world for that matter. And we ran an event. It was covered by LNP. It was covered all over social media. And we ended up donating, I mean, truckloads. I don't remember the final amount, um, but truckloads of hats, gloves, coats, as much as we could to to local local homeless shelters, distributed them to the homeless. Um, and that was kind of my, that was the defining moment for me. I, I just realized that there's so much more than just living here. It's every single person, no matter their situation or background, makes Lancaster as awesome as it is. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, listening to you talk, um, this is warms my heart, literally, because this is what the show is about, right? I mean, we we endeavored down this road and, and to give a shout out uh, to our team, um, you know, we endeavored down this road uh, at Get Super Serials Urging, who's our production team behind the scenes here. They're the ones doing all the switching. They came up with that amazing intro for us, right? And they've urged us uh, behind the scenes to, you know, set up the tech we talked about earlier in the show. Um, originally, I we were like, you know, hey, we're investing in this show. We kind of want it to be about the store. But we were urged. And, and you know, once we kind of stepped back and, and thought about it a second more, we said, yeah, let, let's just make it about what the first three episodes now have been about. And that's all about the community. And it's really amazing when people just kind of commit like you did, right? You saw a need in that in that sad instance of the homeless person passing away and uh, did something great. And, it, you know, again, it, it doesn't always need to be about money. It needs to be about initiative, it needs to be about having a good idea and, and helping to execute it, um, rallying friends and family around your idea and excitement. So, again, I just urge listeners to to kind of follow the path that our past guests have had, Dave that has had, and, and that Kyle just laid out. Why don't you talk about a little bit of the, the work that the Masons do locally? Because um, we, we've had the pleasure of, of one of our former employees being very involved in Masons, um, and Masonry, I guess is the more appropriate way to say it. Um, you don't have to reveal <laughs> the secret handshake or anything, but uh, what, 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 what does your lodge do? A uh, couple things there. Oh, I, one of the tenets of Freemasonry, and this is all around the world. Um, obviously, I'm sure people are, are sitting there wondering, oh, gosh, is this going to be dark secret? We're really not that secret. Um, I mean, for our local listeners, and, and I mean, we both know the gentleman that you referenced who is just one of the funniest, most awesome guys I've ever met. Um, you know, our our lodge building is well known. You can see the the Masonic symbol, the square and compass, literally right on the side of the building. Um, we're all about charity and giving back. Uh, you know, we're, we're nothing without our community. And that's not just as a fraternity, that's as community members in general. Um, we've done the Relay for Life. We do our pancake breakfast. You can talk about the Shriners who have their hospitals all over the world. Um, it's just it really goes into that, that selfless service kind of mindset. Um, you know, it's great. We're, we're connecting, we're meeting on, you know, the square, but it's, it's just, it's all about making good men better. Um, and that's not to take away from any 
great and amazing work that any women have done in the community. Um, but that's the, the Masonic slogan, to make good men better. And we do that primarily through as much good community work as we can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we, we kind of teased our mutual connection, Pete Ruggieri. Uh, he'll be our guest on next week's show. Um, but uh, I, oh, I, I obviously saw that. Um, I, I never... <laughs> Uh, I, I had never been exposed to uh, Freemasonry before getting to know Pete, and um, uh, it, it's it's very cool to see the give back. Um, and the ways the way you know there's there's like he he gave us an opportunity to simply extend a, a unique discount on uh, like a, a one of those cards you buy that's you know you got twenty businesses you buy it for ten bucks and you know, you get a discount all year long. I mean, things like that, again, folks, if you're listening, it's super easy to do, right? It's so easy to do things like that and create an impact. And again, that's what, that's why we're bringing this show to, uh, to, to the community. Again, kind of like our delivery network was a platform. This is a platform. Um, so real quick, uh, Kyle, Dave, why don't you guys think about what you like to do around town? Maybe you've got some events. Um, that you could talk about, share that are coming up that, you know, obviously uh, we're still in, a, in the midst of, of COVID times, but maybe there's something you like to do. Obviously we had just beautiful weather yesterday. Uh, and while you think of that, I want to just talk real quick um, about um, our Sleep Better book. Uh, Got to pay the bills for this show, right? So our one brief commercial. Uh, Sleep Better, this is a book we wrote again, still getting used, there we go. Um, wrote this book all about really, truly helping you wake up happy, sleep better. Um, this book has been impactful for our, our customers that have got it. One and one comes to mind who was uh, cross shopping uh, our store and sleep number and really just point blank said, look, the tips in this book um, not only help me sleep better, but, you know, coupled with uh, what you're offering me, I, I can save $4,000. And the sleep tips in the book and the, the sleep system from us just kind of came together as a great package. And uh, so there's a lot of helpful tips in there. You can get that for free uh, right on our website, gardenersmattressandmore.com forward slash sleep better. And of course, coming to you live from our dream room, this is the only place you can try a mattress before you can buy it. You try it in private. We're obviously going to take the cameras out of the room. Um, <laughs> Because we don't want, you know, our, our motto here is don't do anything in the room you don't want mom to see. But this room gives you the opportunity to really uh, relax away from the showroom, away from other guests in the store and, you know, get to know your future purchase, if you will, see if it's truly a fit. So there's more details on that on our website, gardenersmattressandmore.com. Ben, why don't you uh, highlight... Um, a testimonial that just came in. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it just came in the mail um, this week. Yes, people still do fill out testimonial forms and mail them back to us, which is fantastic. Um, like Jeff mentioned, our, our process here to help someone sleep better is all about um, making them comfortable, not only obviously comfortable with a mattress, but uh, giving them educational materials like the Sleep Better book to make them comfortable with their purchase, our 120 night comfort guarantee, the try before you buy dream room, uh, but also just our, our approach in general. I thought this was very indicative of, of uh, you know, what we do here. Uh, one of the questions on the forum is, uh, 
tell us what you thought about Andy, uh, one of our sales associates, how did they do helping you select the right mattress? And this person said, not sure what he first said, but in my mind, I said, this will be good and relaxed. I'm in the right place. Andy listened to me, directed me to the options I wanted. She goes on to say that she never felt rushed and that Andy was great. The delivery guys were great. And she already told three friends about the place. So um, this one wasn't specifically about the information, but just that she knew she was in the right place because she felt comfortable uh, with the approach uh, in finding a mattress. Uh, often people are, are uncomfortable to shop for, you know, goods and, and mattress is one of those purchases that uh, people generally hate to make. So our whole yeah. approach is to try to make that as easy as possible. And we're thankful Jane uh, wrote this in for us. Uh, I thought her words were great. Yeah. And I mean, again, you know, I said it earlier in the episode, uh, the highest honor we can have is our customers, not only earning their trust to have them invest their hard-earned money with us, but then the biggest honor is having them send friends and family uh, our way. So that's great. Um, and those handwritten testimonials, there's one binder uh, over Ben's shoulder. Uh, yeah, we're still figuring out the pointing, but it's right there. There we go. Um, you know, you can see online about, I don't know, we're probably up to 400 or so online reviews that you could see, but it's those handwritten ones that are really special to us because people take the time to share their experience. And uh, we've got three binders of those plus about a hundred pinned up on the wall, like happy customer wallpaper. So uh, I did forget one thing, guys, Simon, uh, Billy, I'm sorry. Uh, how dare I forget this? Lucy, our pet of the week. And then Kyle, Dave, we'll get to uh, what we like to do. Maybe think about your favorite restaurant, that activity and uh, some fun things you like to do in Lancaster. But real quick, as we bring Lucy up on the screen, um, Lucy is a, a foster dog with Zoe's House Rescue, and you can learn more about Zoe's House by going to zoeshouserescue.com. That's Z-O-E-S, zoeshouserescue.com. There's all kinds of links there. You can view the, the dogs that are available. The, um, and Lucy is available right now. Um, you can donate, you could volunteer, and you can fill out an adoption, an adoption application. And I really hope you would because Lucy just looks like a gem. She's a one to two year old pit lab pit bull mix. She's super active. She needs a home with another playful male dog, her own size, uh, loves walks, but she's still learning how to walk on the leash. Um, and I can tell you from having two dogs that needed to be trained on a leash, it's all about the harness. Um, and you know, Zoe's house will definitely work with you uh, on that to get that fit. And so it makes sense and, and it's easy for you. Uh, she'd love to be adopted with someone who hikes or runs. She's eager to please, treat motivated. So she's very responsive to training and, and the way you might do things in your home. Um, she is listed as best in a home with no cats, but after three months of training, um, she is, is getting more savvy in that regard. So that would be something if she, if you think she's a fit, uh, you could, uh, discuss that and see, see where you're at. She should have a fenced yard. All right. Um, and I think that just makes pet ownership easier when you can kind of let them out, do their own thing. Yesterday was like our dogs, our three dogs slept so great last night because they were outside running around so much. Um, but, uh, but that's Lucy. You can learn more about her at zoeshouserescue.com. And, and again, I'll make mention while um, Zoe's house is based out of sinking spring. Um, I know the, the founder of the, of the, of the rescue there. Personally, I coached her son in football for a number of years. 
Um, their connection to Lancaster is they they rescue a lot of mill dogs, and um, you know that's I guess that's one black mark on on our county, um, and I'll highlight that often, um, folks. If you can rescue a dog, you're 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 not only rescuing that dog, but you're saving another dog from being put through the mill process. All right. So on that note, um, I hope you all like Lucy because she, she she looks super sweet. She looks like a sweetheart, and she and I share something in common. What's that? We're both treat motivated. Treat motivated, yeah. One of these days, uh, this guy right here will get one of these pets of the week for his house. That's coming. Uh, the kids would like that. That's coming. Um, guys, let's talk about events. So I found a good little resource. Uh, we'll bring Kyle and Dave up on screen. I found a good little resource um, for events. If we go to just LancasterPA.com, there's a lot of great events there. Um, Dave, what do you got coming up on your calendar? Anything fun? Well, nothing uh, real ex exciting. We we just both got uh, our shots, and so Sue and I would like to get back out and redo a lot of uh, outdoor restaurants and like the live music uh, at a lot of the venues. Really enjoy that. Uh, another big factor is that uh, Lancaster, I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania, so the weather down here is just great. And uh, we like the location because we can hop in the car and go to Philly. We have a daughter in uh, Baltimore. I have a sister in Washington. These are very drivable places yeah, to go. Yeah, we're positioned in a great spot. And, and just really Where's, like the community. There's so many wonderful things around here. Where's your favorite place to, uh, to eat outside right now? Well, unfortunately, uh, the, the one right in town here, the Black Knight, burned down. Uh, so oh, that's gonna, right. When that's going to happen. Uh, one of the things we liked about the Black Knight is the entertainment they get in on Thursdays and Saturdays. We we enjoy that. Uh, Rockwell is another nice place. Uh, just thoroughly enjoy just getting out, uh, and especially the outdoor venues, uh, more of our favorites than anything else. Well, great. Kyle, uh, same question. What, uh, what do you got coming up on your calendar and uh, places you like to go? Uh, I mean, on my calendar, I, I've got three kids, um, 15, almost three and seven months. So I, I'm running the gambit. I, I really don't have much time between the business and kids. Uh, but I mean, my doctor's going to lose her mind. I also love, love the Lancaster food scene. Um, I, I had to laugh when last time I got a message from my doctor, we were talking about something and she has ended with, well, maybe dropping a few pounds would help this situation. I'm like, oh, I appreciate the subtlety doc. Right. Um, one of my favorite places to eat is, is Tobias frogs. Um, oh. quick little, you know, Lancaster emotional connection story there. Uh, it's where my wife and I had our second first date. If, if that makes some sense. I, I when I first met her the first time we went out, I, I ghosted her flat out ghosted her for like six months. It I was like, there's no way this woman. Connection. Oh no! I I just knew she was way out of my league. I mean, you you want to talk about like marrying up? I'm just like this. I have no business being with this woman. I I'm, there's no way I'm going to reach out. Uh, but six months later, she reached out to me and was like, "Hey, why would you stop talking to me?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, well, I, I honestly felt like you were out of my league." Um, but she was a glutton for punishment and decided we would meet again at Tobias Frogs. 
Um, and all these years later, three kids, one of which from a previous relationship of mine, my 15 year old. Um, but yeah, apparently either, I mean, I still say she's way out of my league. So Tobias frogs will always have a special connection for, for my family and I. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, uh, Simon, Billy, let's, uh, we'll help a brother out and we'll clip that part out for Kyle and he can uh, share that with Miss uh, Elizabeth, right? Is that right? Your, your wife's name? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You can have that in your pocket for when you need a little get out of jail free card about how you married. I, way, I, way I need that way. weekly. Smart man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, folks, I think we've, we've got a uh, solid episode here. I really appreciate your time. Um, Dave, why don't you let everybody know where they can go uh, uh, for Hempfield Food Pantry, share the website there again. Um, if you don't mind. Yeah, hempfieldfoodpantry.org. Uh, uh, you can get the basic information as to when we're open, when you can drop off food, uh, who to make your checks out to, and uh, it's a good place to go. Uh, you had asked me about upcoming events. I think the biggest thing we have coming up is uh, doing things with our grandchildren, uh, Brady up here in, in Lancaster, and uh, Little David and Little John down in Baltimore. There, there, there are big events. Uh, thank That's you. Great. We hear about them often. Yeah, we hear about those those <laughs> those those little ones often. Um, I'm sure you have Kyle. Pictures. How do people? Yeah, Kyle. How do people get a hold of you? Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of ways. Um, obviously, my website www.theslaymakermethod.com. As you see down on the bottom of the screen, I am also searchable on social media. Facebook, Instagram, the Slaymaker Method. Uh, I have my business page up. I am on LinkedIn, Entrepreneurs Expeditions. Both have, I mean, under that exact name, Instagram, Facebook, um, my podcast, if, if you guys would allow me to plug it, the Slaymaker Success Absolutely. Talks. Uh, it is on all, just about all major platforms, uh, features various local community leaders, people that have seen success in many different ways. Um, but that's the best way to get a hold of me. So that's hopefully, if anybody wants to talk sales or pick my brain, please feel free. All right. Wonderful. Well, folks, I think you got to know two great folks helping out Lancaster um, in both Dave and Kyle. So thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll see you next week on episode four. Take care. Super Cereal.